What would you get your partner on Valentine's Day? Oh, definitely have to be roses. Does she want roses? I'm sure she would want them. And if I don't get them, she'll have me head in the plate. Really? Uh, maybe two dozen. 24? Yeah. Wow, that's expensive. Yeah, but you know, the lady in your life is water. What would you get your partner on Valentine's? Uh, a nice bunch of roses and you know, maybe a box of chocolates and teddy bear. Yeah, you'd have to get the teddy bear. And what sort of teddy does she like? A fluffy one. A fluffy teddy. Yeah. And how many roses would you get her? A dozen. And does she want the roses? Is that what she wants? I wouldn't really know. Better be safe than sorry. And always red? Always red, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you didn't, what would happen? Probably nothing much. There'd be nothing much happening. I don't know whether she'd be in bad humour or not, but yeah, we get them either way. Now, those men were buying Valentine's flowers while talking to Henry McKean. Uh, today, though, is Galentine's Day when women buy flowers and go out themselves without the men. It was made popular by the American comedian Amy Poehler. And according to a poll from Scarecrow Flowers, two-thirds of Irish women prefer to receive anything but red roses on Valentine's Day. Instead, a mixed bouquet of colour would be well received. Uh, as the Brexit deadline gets closer, how will it affect Irish flowers? Since most flowers are flown in from Africa to Holland and then shipped across to England and finally to Ireland. They use the land bridge. Well, to discuss all these flower-related topics, we are joined by the aforementioned Henry McKean. Henry, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Uh, you spent time with Irish florists. What did you learn? Well, I met Fanula McCauley in Scarecrow Flowers Floristry Shop in the heart of Sandy Mountain, Dublin. And it's an ever-changing business. She has been doing it for 14 years and she took over from her uncle. She has a degree in floristry and the best florist, Pat, are the ones you explain to them what the person is like that you're buying the flowers for and they try and match the flowers to their personality. Here is Fanula McCauley from Scarecrow Flowers. Today is the start of Valentine's Day so our phones will be hopping all day and there will be people in and out of our shop. Busiest single day of the year that we would have. And your colleagues are working behind us there. They're getting last-minute touches to everything. And when it comes to sleep, how much sleep are you getting? Oh, I'll probably have about three hours sleep a night. I love the smile it brings to people's faces. That's for me, is why I do what I do. There's a huge amount of skill, isn't there? There is. So I went back to college and I did a degree afterwards in floristry um, after I had taken over the shop, quite backwards, really. <laughs> So we put out a survey to ask whether people would um, prefer a dozen red roses, which is the traditional answer to Valentine's Day, or whether they'd like a mixed bouquet. And surprisingly enough, I think it was 69% came back and said a mixed bouquet. And you asked nearly 300 people. Yep, I did. And they were mainly ladies and they said... A mixed bouquet every time. Really? It's quite funny. So women don't want a dozen red roses. I'm shocked by it, um, but I have to say for me... Uh, it's all about the personal. You need to think about who you're buying the flowers for. Their favourite colour, you know, it's a romantic day of the year. So why ch choose traditional? Choose for the person. To get a, a decent uh, dozen roses, I'm just looking at some here. I just put my hands on them, I'm sorry, I hope that doesn't <laughs> ruin them. That could cost hundred euro on Valentine's. If you buy decent quality roses from a florist in Ireland, it could be a hundred euro. Why are they that cost? From grower point to supplier, a demand is put on. So obviously the rose then becomes more expensive to me. And why is it the German supermarkets have them for like 20, 25, 30? I think it is a loss leader for them. I certainly couldn't, I wouldn't get the roses from my suppliers for the price that they're charging their customers. So I'm going to hazard a guess that it is a loss leader for them. And it's just to get people in and then they buy their bottle of wine or their chocolates or whatever.
We would use red roses and then we would add some Irish eucalyptus into it, some Irish pittosporum, and we try and use as much Irish product as we can in, in the shop. Everything is wrapped nicely and it's presented well and it goes out in delivery and we hope to have everything delivered kind of early afternoon. And that's Fanula McCauley from Scarecrow Crow Flowers in Sandymount in Dublin. Henry, uh, what does it take to become a good florist? Well, you need a good eye, definitely. And I met Paddy Santos, originally from the west of Ireland. He's been a florist for around 20 years. He works in Scarecrow Flowers. He explained the passion of being a florist. We put our emphasis on happiness in our flowers. For Valentine's, it's kind of a happy occasion. It's a very busy, crazy time, but you have to love your job to be in this industry. Or a bit eccentric, maybe, as well. What time did you get up this morning? Oh, half six. Half six? Yeah. So busy, busy. Yeah, it's busy, but being in Scarecrow is just fun. If you have the eye, anyone can be a florist. You need to do it for love, not for money. And you say the eye, what do you mean? Well, colour, shape... Um, height, it's eye detail to make sure that the person wants to buy it, that it's perfect for the customer, that the flowers are fresh, they're conditioned, they're put into water before they're even put into a bouquet. Oh, it has to be perfect, especially Valentine's, because the one that loves is the one that loves and it has to be perfect. (laughs) And let's say, for example, you didn't give flowers, what would your partner think? Well, he's Brazilian, so I think he wouldn't really mind as long as I cooked him breakfast or something like that. So you can be romantic in other ways? Yeah, you can. Make him a cup of tea. Give him a fiver to go for a pint. And that's it? Well, in gay relationships, that's all we need. We need flowers, but we need love as well. And that's Paddy Santos. Now, Henry, we talked about Brexit. How will Brexit affect the Irish florist? Well, I know we're talking about Brexit and floristry, but you're right. It's complicated. The flowers are mainly distributed from Holland, but they travel through the UK and then they get to Ireland. And they're mainly from Colombia and Africa. And some very well-known supermarkets, believe it or not, they actually own the flower farms out there in Africa and in Colombia. Uh, And this is how you can go into a supermarket without naming them and get um, a dozen rows for €7.50. They're they're freeze-dried. That's how they come to us, freeze-dried. Then they add the water, then they add the plant food, and they do that when they come to Ireland. And here is Fanula McCauley again from Scarecrow Flowers explaining Brexit, Irish flowers, and how Brexit could make the flowers 15% more expensive. My preference would always be Irish, so all of our foliage for Valentine's Day is Irish. Um, Irish-grown eucalyptus, we would have, obviously, we're full of green fields. This is not a great season for Irish flowers in general because of our weather. Um, so later in the summer, we'll buy predominantly Irish flowers. Flowers would come in on planes and they would be freeze-dried so they'd last longer. They'd come in from Africa. They leave Africa and they go through a process in, in Africa where it takes all the water out of the stem and then when they arrive in my shop then I reprocess them and I put that push that water back into them. So they come in from Kenya and Colombia? Colombia is better because the higher the altitude the better it is for the roads. Really? Yeah. So they last longer? They do. And they come in on a plane? They come in on a plane but not only do they last longer their heads are bigger because of the altitude. So they come in on a plane, they come into Dublin Airport, and then one of our distributors here collects them from the airport and delivers them to the shop. How are you doing? I'm Brendan Goodman. Brendan, you're based in Navan. Yes, I am. And you grow the flowers? I do. How long would they take? What do you grow? Lilies, Alstroemeria, Freesia, and then summer flowers. Anything from six months, the weather being cold, there's not as much growing. I kind of gear towards summertime more than Valentine's Day and Mother's Day, unfortunately. So it's not the busiest so, time? Not for me. Most of the flowers that are sold are being imported from abroad.
The flares would start in, in Holland and they would drive to the Hook of Holland and then go from boat to Harwich and then from Harwich to Liverpool. They get the boat from Liverpool to uh, Belfast and then drive down from Belfast. Wow, so a long journey for them. It is. And crossing the UK in a no-deal Brexit, um, those flowers, they have a finite time of survival. Could they last the journey if they're stuck, if, if there's paperwork? They can last the journey. Um, but I would be concerned about them. So the suppliers will be will have problems. I would expect it to be an extra eight hours, may, maybe because they already run across. On a regular basis, we would get a phone call to say that our flares wouldn't be in until the next morning. That could become quite normal. Yeah. They could be delayed. Is, yeah, which is not, it's not great because the flares come dry packed. So the people that are sitting in the trucks have to be paid. So if you add an extra eight hours, that's going to equate into a lot of money. <laughs> to be honest, I've done my maths and I can't really figure out how, how else we would absorb that cost. We have no alternative to other than to pass it on to the consumer. And that's florist Fanula McCauley and before that Brendan Goodman, an Irish flower grower from Annavon. One of the texts here, isn't it true, Pat, that the roses grown commercially for Valentine's Day don't even have a scent? Maybe that's why we prefer that mixed bouquet, which does. That's from Pitta. And uh, we will have Pori Corkin in uh, later on talking about living flowers. In other words, ones that are not cut flowers, but ones that you give and maybe even Stunning. plant out. Beautiful. And, mm, anyway, we shall hear more about that later on. Uh, you met Henry, a lady on Grafton Street in Dublin who's been selling flowers since she was a little girl. Yeah, you see them on Grafton Street selling flowers and other streets around the country. I met Catherine Claffey over 35 years on Grafton Street as she sells her flowers at a stall and she remembers Switzers and when Grafton Street had cars on it. Catherine brings us back to a time when she used to actually push the flowers in a pram and you can hear a busket in the background and romance brewing. We would have just had like a little basket and you would have pushed the flowers down on a pram from carnations to chrysanthemums that they were your popular flowers. When Princess Diana died, I think lilies became a real big thing then. Really? Because yeah. of Diana? Yeah, I think it was when she when she died because everybody uh, started was buying lilies for some reason then. So lilies got to be the real big thing, and they're still they are still the lead now. They're still in the lead. And this Valentine's, I'm looking at all your different flowers. What are the unusual ones inside a sort of case? They are chrysanthemum. They're single bloom chrysanthemum. They're called Antonov. That's the variety of them. And you just that net is on them is just to keep keep them in place and stop them getting damaged. So these flowers are mainly coming in from Holland, but before that they came from all over the place and yeah. some are from Ireland. Yeah, they, they come from all over and then they land in Holland and then Holland distributes them. I love it, love it. And over the years you must have seen some carry on from the customers, tell me. I, yeah, they'd come along, they'd ask you strange things, like would you have black roses and um, I said, never seen a black rose and uh, a lot of them would ask for little wildflowers and stuff like that, you know, like that just grow in a garden, like really like what you'd put in a daisy chain, they'd be looking for, you know. I think women prefer a little bit of colour and a bit more fullness and um, something that lasts a bit longer, because obviously the roses are not going to last as long as some of the others, but they, these roses are very of very good quality, so they should, they should last a week, but there's other flowers that would last two to three weeks. And if a man or a woman doesn't buy their partner flowers, will they be in trouble? In the beginning, it's all, oh, yeah, it's all roses. Oh, yeah, I'd have to have a bouquet of roses to show that he loves me, like. And then as you get further into the relationship, then they're looking for more, like, lilies. And a lot of uh, older men will go for tulips. 
tulips. Yeah, they love the tulips. So the ladies want the tulips. Yeah, well, I don't know whether they want them, it's just the men like them, but they, they buy them. Yeah, they're inclined to buy what we say their wife would bring home every week. They would be inclined to, oh, right, I'll get her them because I know she likes them because she's buying them for herself. But she's not going to buy herself roses, so they should really buy the roses. If a man is told by their partner, I don't want flowers, do they mean it or are they just saying that? Maybe they're looking for something better, like a piece of jewellery. If you don't want flowers, it's because you really want jewellery. Catherine Claffey there, a florist on Grafton Street in Dublin for the last 35 years. Now, Henry, this is new to me yeah. this year, but mm. St. Galentine's Day, uh, and you came across a woman stuffing five euro notes into Valentine's cards and posting them. What was that all about? Yeah, this was new to me as well. Um, Galentine's is like Valentine's Day. Only you celebrate it with um, uh, ladies, your best girlfriends, and it takes place today. And it was Amy Poehler, uh, Parks and Rec, her character. Uh, she came up with the idea on February 13th today, the day before Valentine's Day. And yeah, I bumped into this lady, Helen Walsh. Uh, she set up Love Blast, a whole new concept, and it's about pushing fivers into envelopes and giving them to your girlfriends. Uh, well, I think it's really cute. I, you know, I think, but you can't tell them it's from you. Like, there has to be the mystery and, and the it's air of mystery. Well, you see, this is something I, I started off a thing called Love Blast um, a couple of years ago, where we started sending people Valentine's cards en masse with a fiver in them each. You know, people that were in trouble and whatever, you know, on Valentine's Day. So same concept. It's a feel good thing. But you don't say where it's coming from. You don't. A girl buying somebody else to, to oh my God, that's great. Because it's the mystery. It's like, who did that come from? And whatever. I love that. And you put cash in a card. We get 101 Valentine wow. cards with a fiver in each of them and we put it into a door Very of someone generous. who's in trouble. Well, it changes things for them, you know, and they're full of nice little messages. So to, to me, I love Valentine's Day. It's one of my favourite days of the year. And when you say in trouble, do you mean like as in the, they're a bit sad or financial? Oh, they can be financial, it can be mental, it can be the, the woman this year is four children, partners just left, you know, really struggling to find herself in all the mess and struggling financially. So this is just to give her a little boost be accompanied by a lovely bouquet of flowers from here because that's what I'm here to organise. So a uh, couple of years ago, um, when I wasn't getting any Valentine cards, I decided that if I wanted to get some Valentine cards, I had to give some out. So um, it started with the concept that maybe I just send some anonymously to some people that I knew or whatever, but they wouldn't know where it came from. And so then I was sitting around the table with some friends of mine and I thought, actually, do you know, what? we could do a bit of good with this. We could stick a fiver in those cards and we could put them in a door and, you know, give give somebody a little bit of a boost. And so I think the first year we just collected 20 cards. For the last four years, we've done 101 cards and people are incredible. They buy a little Valentine card. They write a message of hope on the inside of it. They stick a fiver in it and then they can drop it off at a drop off point, which is either here at Scarecrow Flowers or in Martha's Hardware next door or my house. And the postman thinks I'm gone to Lally. But anyway, and then on the day they're presented to the person or put in the letterbox of the person who needs them. And that's Helen Walsh from Love Blast. Now, Henry, you tried to make a bouquet of flowers yourself. Uh, <laughs> how hard is it to do? It, it is difficult. It is. There's a real skill. I mean, people go to college for up to, to four years to study floristry. And it turns out small hands are best. And Pat, you know me, my hands are quite big, but small hands, better feel. I met Kyla Hertz, originally from Brooklyn, NYC. She came to Ireland through irishcentral.com. But then she got a job in a florist in Scarecrow, and we tried to make a Valentine's bouquet together. 
Well, you'd start with a nest of sorts of greenery. So you would use different types of leaves and uh, eucalyptus. And you'd start with a rose generally or a different focal flower in the middle. And then you sort of work around adding flowers. So we're trying to spiralize them here at the moment. And I've mm -hmm. got some roses. And um, they don't have big um, thorns in them, thank goodness. <laughs> and you kind of twist them like this. Exactly, you got it there. So yeah, so we strip the roses first so we don't prick ourselves. That means just taking the thorns and all off. I see. You spin the bouquet with both hands as you add. So the bouquet becomes... So we're supposed to add more as yep, we go along. Exactly. And you spin. I'm being a bit harsh to them. You've <laughs> got to be a bit soft. The bouquet can become quite heavy as well and because it depends on... You You'd see, I have quite small hands, but you'd be surprised I could make a, bu a bouquet that's you know worth 100, 200 euro and it's so many flowers, but it just depends on how you hold them and how you balance them and that kind of a thing. And Kyla, is it better to have big hands? Honestly, I thought it's better to have bigger hands, but the three of us here actually have quite small hands. We always we always talk about that, and um, it's, it really doesn't even matter how you hold it and how you balance it. And, and it, it does require a lot of arm strength, actually. I've become quite strong since working here, <laughs> <laughs> including you know lifting vases and buckets and that kind of thing as well. <laughs> this particular bouquet that we've worked on, mm -hmm. could we sell it or could I give it to my wife? Or would it be acceptable? It's not that good, is it? <laughs> well, yeah, we, we have tons more flowers down the back. This bouquet would be on the smaller side, so I, I would I would recommend something a little more substantial. We need to add some, something yeah, to it. exactly, yeah. Um, we have some really beautiful alstroemeria that's just come in from our local grower, Brendan. I love to use them because they're really full, so they make any bouquet quite nice and large and they're quite delicate at the same time they're called peruvian lily is another name for them so they almost look like teeny tiny lilies in their buds and that's kayla hertz from scarecrow flowers uh, ending henry mckean's report on irish florists this valentine's day and if, if you want to find more about love blast check out info at helenwalsh.ie and henry mckean of course presents under the covers on sunday nights at nine o'clock here on news talk henry thank you very much thank you